Pocket Spacebook. must mean we have something special this week on Bucky's Basement as we are back in Bucky's Basement and I am Bucky and as always with me in the basement today is old boy hey and juice box it's late and <laughs> this week we are bringing you another episode of Bucky's basement. No breakup breakup letters. Letter. <laughs> right? Sorry, yeah, I was like, man, yeah. <laughs> no, I think we've been we already it. know where we're at. Sorry. So we're doing another episode of breakup letters. If you guys joined us for our our first episode of breakup letters, old boy broke up with Star Wars. Yeah. And the premise of all of this is to, for us, really to reflect and look back on things that we loved and things that we just fell head over heels for. And something that, you know, as it takes its toll on you over time and it wears on you and eventually you just have to say no more. Agreed. Yeah. It's like, it's like, it's like a well when you find it, it's so wet, but then it dries up. (laughs) I'd like to know how old boys breakup has been going. Have you been keeping up on Ahsoka? <coughs> uh, oh, fuck. Yeah, because uh, on Bucky's box. basement, yeah, when you break up with something, that pretty much <coughs> means it's the end. Yeah, we talked so much shit about your girl last time. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> uh, so I, how's I, I Star have, Wars? I've been watching Ahsoka. Uh, I know. So you've been you you're so you're like the guy <sighs> who where we all are like you shouldn't be with this girl. Like oh, yeah. she's just bad for you. <laughs> yeah, so bad. And you break up with her, mm-hmm. but yet now you're admitting to us that you're you're going back. He's back. Uh, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I watched it. I'm not here or there on it. It's not ruining my day. I don't. I don't really care. My kid watches it. My kid's kind of into it, so I'm like, eh. So uh, it is what it is. But. But we're, you technically, you officially broke up with Star Wars, like the entire <clears throat> everything, right? right the yeah. Star War, Wars. I backslid. I backslid. I backslid. It's okay. all right. And listen, yeah. man, I'm not perfect. Things you happen. So, you know? so the very first inaugural episode of Breakup Letters <laughs> on Bucky's Basement has already gone <laughs> yeah, awry. Didn't I, you know what? Yeah. I can't wait to catch you. Yeah, to right. Catch you, so I wanted to bring this up because uh, Old Boy broke up with Star Wars in this first episode. Yeah. And we want to talk about breakups. And this series is entitled Breakup Letters. But, you know, there are different kind of breakups out there, right? There are messy breakups. There are amicable mm-hmm. breakups. There are breakups like old boy just explained to us where you break up with somebody and you keep going. No, back. we're broke up. But sometimes when you break up, <laughs> listen, sometimes when you break up, there's some late night booty calls, man. And you know, that's just what happened, man. It's like there's nothing else on TV. So Disney Plus is your late <laughs> night nothing, booty call right now. There's nothing else on TV. You're like, man, you know, what's going on? Let's just see what's happening with old chick. Yeah, It happens. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, yeah, man, I'm not taking, she's not coming over to my parents' house. Okay, fair enough. But there are breakups where your boys or like your girls or whatever say, hey, you probably shouldn't be with this person and you just 
you throw all caution to the wind and you don't believe them and you go back time and time again and it just never fails to let you down. Look. You know, I've been through that. You've been through th- I've, everybody's been through, been through that, things right? Things I care to talk about. Yeah. So tonight's breakup letter was on me. Right. And I think there is another breakup out there. I think there's a breakup out there and a lot of people can relate to this where when you tell your friends you're about to break up with somebody, they're like, "Why?" That's probably the best thing that has ever happened to you. Oh right? wow! Right? That, that's this kind of breakup. <laughs> that that You're gonna might quit drinking? be. It might <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> that, that might be no. Um, and if you're watching us on YouTube out there, uh, we all have a drink tonight because it's very late and it's Friday, it's and Friday. we love doing this for you. But no, there are those breakups out there where people are like, hey, that person is really good for you. What are you doing? Right. Right. Okay. Yeah. And when I initially brought this subject to light, which some of you might have got that little hint in the beginning of this podcast. Mm. But when I brought this subject to light, I figured I might get some pushback because I'm about to break up with pretty much the ambassador of music for Nashville for like the last 20 years. Right. If it's not John country- Rich, <laughs> no, man, no, no. This is good. This guy has a key to the city. This guy, um, Kid Rock. <laughs> no, this guy actually has a key to the city. He kind of broke out on that Nashville scene, you know, close to twenty years ago, uh, maybe fifteen ish. Um, but we are talking today about, and the one that I want to break up with is Jack White. Man, yeah, who is Jack White? Who is Jack White? Yeah, (gasps) the soccer song familiar, (laughs) yes, (laughs) the biggest song in like the stadium song, all of like sports, sports, right? Um, I mean, he wrote like the biggest song in all of sports, but I (laughs) think simple riff ever. I think Jack has run its course with me, so I want to explain why. And, you know, yeah. just to go on theme of Bucky's Basement and Breakup Letters, and if you can see us in YouTube out there, I'm putting this up on the camera. I actually wrote an entire two-page letter of why I want to break up with Jack White. All right. It's a lot. Yeah. Like, I, I'm curious to hear this and why you have to break up with him beyond just, or and not just be like, listen to him a little bit less. <laughs> or, I, I want to hear why you're being so dramatic about this. Right. Because it's not only listen to him less, it's listen to what I've heard recently over the last, say, six, seven, eight years that makes me not even want to go back. There, again, not even to his old stuff. Maybe. And I'm going to explain. And you're right. I'm going to let you get be- into yeah, it. Before yeah. a breakup, you know. You get a late night, we've, we've get talked, a late night booty call Jack White. I'm not, I'm not, I know you can't yeah, call him Jack gonna, White. I bet you're calling him tonight. No, he's going to use not, the excuse. He's like, no, nah, I was calling Meg. It, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. Let me speak. But no, is, guys, I was drunk. Is late night booty calling Jack White like sitting in my truck in the driveway listening to White Stripes? Yep. Like, I yeah, mean, that's, well, that's, yeah. it. that's pretty much what that's it, it is, right? All right. Get, so, in, get into it. I'm, I'm intrigued by this, really. I will get into it, but I want to preface this by saying I did have an entire day today before we did this i knew we were going to do this podcast right i had the entire day to officially break up with jack white and that right. meant i everything i listened to today whether it was right. ear pods whether it was you went in down. my truck whether it was anything it was all jack white I, it day. was listening through the catalog of jack white 
So it's and, extensive. Yeah, you told me this over dinner, and you were you were like telling me what you were doing. And I was like, man, essentially, I felt like you were like putting everything in a shoebox of theirs and giving it back to them. So that's what I did. Spent the day. I, I'm giving every band back to Jack White right now. <laughs> I'm gonna have some proof later, but I want to go ahead and get into just reading the letter that I wrote to to Mr. Jack White, dear Jack, or Jackie, as sometimes you like to be called. I am writing today to let you know that it might be time to move on. I have thought a lot about this over the last few years, and these feelings began around 2014, which also happened to be the year that you released your second solo album, Lazaretto. Look, it was long and incredible and almost an affair at times. So much so that at one point from 2005 to 2012, you were consistently in my top three musical artists of all time. I was smitten head over hills in love at the time, but now the time has changed. Different things have come in my life. The rest of this letter will explain how we got to this point, the highs and lows, and the ultimate staleness that has become our relationship. Ready? Mm-hmm. All right. So when we met in 2005, I was just starting my life post-college. I was on my own back in Nashville making new friends who uh, had a little bit of a different musical taste than me. At the time, I was deep in love with bands like the String Cheese Incident, Widespread Panic, and Fish. These were the bands that brought so much confusion and excitement to my life. I can't can't believe I put confusion. I I, I understand that part. (laughs) my new friends had a slightly different musical taste whiny singers that could evoke emotions in three minute songs and could shred guitars bands like the strokes the black keys and your first band the white stripes the first time i heard you and meg on the guitar and drum set i was hooked the songs gave me a new outlook and appreciation of music that i never really gave a chance before that moment The music accompanied by the red and white motif of a simple peppermint. The idea that people were only seeing the red stripes in that candy and you wanted to be the white stripes. God, this was so deep in the very time that I was tasked by the universe to find myself. In 2007, my friend Ben and I traveled from Nashville to South Haven, Mississippi to see your show. Who knew that Meg would suffer from stage fright that night and it would be the last White Stripes show ever? I still have that ticket stub. It means the world to me. All right. Yeah. yeah. Like, for real. Yeah. Um, yeah I yeah. had no idea. And and let me stop really quick before I continue with my letter. Yeah, but, no, no. Um, you're, you're doing great. That show, I we showed up like we were the first car in the whole parking lot. Like we were super excited, right? Damn. And it was in this park where they backed up two semi-trailers together and the white stripes were playing on the back of these semi-trailers in this little like amphitheater type hill. We looked across the way and there was like a little league game going on. So we like start cracking beers and pouring them in big old cups and go watch this little league game and we're like, <laughs> heckling kids at a little oh, league field cool Jesus. so by the time the show starts i'm hammered and i make it through the first two songs before i spend the next 12 songs throwing up between my legs in the grass and i think i made the last two songs okay, but i can still right. claim to fame to say that i was at the very last white stripe show that ever happened okay all right cool so well, do you want me to cut out everything before <laughs> i was at the very last white stripe show ever <laughs> 
I can't wait to uh, roll reverse where I'm Jack White trying to talk you back. Stories are stories, man. <laughs> All right, so let's let's move on, right? Then you moved on, right? Creating incredible music with new artists, expanding my discovery of other artists like Brendan Benson and Allison Mosshart and Jack Lawrence, among others. The Rackin' Tours, your second band, was bliss to me. I hung on to those albums, every note, every lyric. Then you decided to create a band called The Dead Weather, where you build yourself as a drummer. Um, he started out as a drummer, right? He did start out as a drummer. Yeah. But, I mean, this is White Stripes Jack White. Right, I mean, right, The right. guy can shred a guitar. He's okay. He's got... He's okay? <laughs> you better be fucking with me, I, right? He's I, not okay. I saw it'll get loud or whatever. But, but then he starts the dead weather and he's the drummer. And I said, actually, this might have been the first time I knew something was wrong, right? How could you, this incredible groundbreaking guitar player, create a band where you were in the background on the drum kit? I, had, I gave it a chance. I right. really did, right? right? And damn, why did I question Jack White? And, and this is where I, I'm going to revert back to this in a moment. But why did I question him? Because he brought in Allison Mossart from The Kills and her singing and charisma was something I didn't know I needed in my life at that time. Hell yeah. I That's saw nice. them at the War Memorial. I saw them at another place. And just Allison Mossart was so good. I mean, yeah. jumping up on PAs and like into the crowd and her screaming and like I didn't know the kill I didn't know about the kills at the time. Yeah, she and was she was badass. awesome. All right, back to my letter. 2012 was the height of my love for you. You were re-releasing old remastered White Stripes albums. You had been in not one but three of my favorite bands at the time. I would wait hours outside your newly opened record shop in Nashville to get my hands on a split colored vinyl copy of white blood cells or consolers of the lonely. You were doing incredible things at your record store, like having people play on the roof or having Jerry Lee Lewis play a show in a parking lot at the mission. Uh, the mayor even gave you a key to the city. Dude, do you remember when he sold a record that you like you had to break open to get the, like the other record that was inside of it? Yes. Like there was so many gimmicks like that. Nobody had ever done this in vinyl, but he was trying to bring vinyl back and I give him like yeah. I give him props for that. Yeah, that's cool. You're trying to, you know, revive a dead thing. Yeah. Like who's going to be the ambassador to reviving CDs or cassette tapes or eight tracks? <laughs> I mean, cassette tapes are revived. Somebody was already that ambassador. True. All right, back to Jack White. Yeah. The next year, this is 2012, so the next year, 2013, next year you started to feel strange to me. You went solo. You started charging people to be a members of an online fan club, releasing merch and albums and records that were only available if you paid a monthly fee. Did I mention you went solo? I had a tough time with the first album, Blood So was, he was like uh, like uh, an OnlyFans fan <laughs> what do you mean is that before only fans before only fans only he's Jack. cutting edge he went solo right so yeah. you, you okay. start out I'm, with the I'm white just... stripes and it's you and meg and you create right. something big and then you your second band the raconteurs your badass yeah. guitar drums then you bring in the bass and an, another guitar player right? right right you've got a guitar player i think i'm pretty sure you brought you know, the guitar player and the bass player over from the raconteurs and put Allison Mossart in front. Right. right? And you right. step back to the drums. When he went solo and started to do his own shit, that's yeah. where it went all fall, fell off the rails. And I'm going to explain why. I said I had a tough time with the first album, Blunderbuss. But I made my way through it thinking that you're just trying something new. 
right? Yeah. This is a Jack White we haven't heard before. These are songs you want to play. Right. You know, I'm, right. I'm as an also, artist. I'm also deep in, you know, love at this point. So I'm going to buy your shit and I'm going to listen to it. And I'm going to yeah. think in my mind that it's good. I really am. That, okay. Yeah. You're supportive. And people can relate to that. Like that first time somebody goes solo or that new album, you're like, I, I love this band so much that every one of these songs is good. Right. Yeah. So uh, then I wrote, what would you, what would come after this would ultimately be your decision and the reason that I'm writing this letter to you. Mm-hmm. This same year, evidence was brought forth of your paranoia of the Black Keys success, where you stated they ripped off your sound because their songs were on commercials and played during sporting events. Come on, dude. You created arguably the most played song at any sporting event to date, which we've already played on this podcast once. And then a few years later, you became sort of a diva. You know, because you he think wrote, people are ripping off your sound because you have two guys, a guitar player and a drummer, doesn't mean that they're ripping off your sound. Right. He so, wrote he wrote the national anthem? No, no seven nation army. Uh, <laughs> well, he wrote the Darth Vader tune? No. There was also the famous guacamole incident. Do you know about this? The guacamole no. incident and banning bananas backstage at the shows. I don't like bananas either, but... You don't? Nah, I got a thing. So, uh, yeah. apparently he had to have this certain guacamole recipe backstage at every one of his shows. Which that, that was his like, rider? like 37 different ingredients for this guacamole resident, like, that, So uh, that's recipe. part of his riders to yeah. have like... And you cannot have okay. bananas. Right. Um, it was something that he had against it. Um, he also attacked. I mean, was he like allergic to him, or was he just he like was not, weird about? He it? was okay. not. It was weird about bananas. So I'm like, writing this to Jack. I'm I said Jack. you also attached attacked reporters uh, for reporting certain incidents about you. So he attacked. dude, you might need to be careful. He might attack you around Nashville. He, he he's pretty tall. Yeah, I've seen him at a Whole Foods, and yeah. I think that comes up in this story. I'm going to continue because <laughs> we're almost done with this love letter. Okay, breakup letter. Then they heard <laughs> a Freudian. Freudian. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. That's all right. Then it's they right. then the hair turned blue, and you created two separate bands to play alternating shows with you on these first couple of albums, an all girl band and an all boy band. I know you were creating something to highlight certain musicians you liked, but there was no cohesiveness during these tours. Things really went off the rails with your third, fourth, and fifth solo albums. You're trying to do everything from old folk tales to jazz to spoken word to rapping. Uh, after a long established... Rapping? Rapping. Okay. Like, yes, rapping. Um, Is it good? Like, not ICP rapping, as uh, Juicebox brought up to me when I yeah, told him I was doing this. he told this. me that, too. I still have yet to look that up, just because I don't want it on my search bar. But rapping... <laughs> After a long-established career of guitar shredding, collaborations with people like Danger Mouse, and incredible musicianship, you are, how do they say, trying way too much. While I mean, you, hold on. Let me, just oh, let yeah, me get through it. Let yeah, me get girl, through it. Do it. While you were responsible for the resurgence of Loretta Lynn's career and so many artists making it mainstream like Pokey Lafarge and Margot Price, I just can't overlook the direction you are heading in yourself. Simplicity is something I cherish as well as nostalgia. Just in the last year alone, you have started a vinyl pressing company, an upholstery shop, a hub for non-musical artists, philanthropy work, and new musical endeavors. While some people would think this is attractive, I no longer do. You don't think 
philanthropy is attractive. I, I know all those things sounded great. It yeah, sounds that, great, but it goes back to my last sentence. You're doing too much. Uh, okay. So, okay. Right. This is why I'm personally breaking up with you, not your character. Uh, it's been years since I've revisited our old days and I'm getting too old to live in the past. It's time for me to move on to artists that find what they are good at and stick with it. I do wish you well, but I'm no longer yearning for the days I see you in the produce aisle of Whole Foods or see you behind the bar in the blue room. The excitement has vanished completely. I will always remember how we met and the love affair we had when people bring up your name in conversation, but I will no longer drop everything I am doing to pay attention when you announce a new album or collaboration. So long, Jackie. We will always have South Haven, Mississippi, and I'll always have that ticket stub. So I mean, there, there, there. It's evidence, right? There's evidence of how great this person was, and and arguably still is, right? Is he? I mean, I well, you have your opinions, and I mean, I'm just now getting into Jack White, so like, I'm you're I don't just know. now getting into him just because now. I remember back in the day, say 2007 to mm-hmm. nine era. Yeah, I was like really into the White Stripes. I was really in the tours. The whole yeah. city of Nashville was fucking beaming about Jack White. He just moved here. He's the hottest thing on the block. I mean, some people were, and you fucking made fun of me because I was a Jack White fan, and you liked the Black Keys, and you just thought. I they Made fun of, I made fun of you? You did. You gave me shit and you said the black keys were better. I mean... This was an argument. And this is probably an argument for a lot of Nashvillians back in the day because I'm pretty sure both of them moved here. Both of them lived here. I don't know if I... I think I just preferred them. I don't know. They're less whiny sounding to me. But I mean, that's just me. And I, I mean, everybody's got their own opinions. I honestly... So... Like I, when I got over here, you were listening to some music out there, and uh, and it was guitar picking, playing sure. uh, bluegrass type things. And I'm thinking maybe you're just breaking up with drums. I'm not, but no, that that's not not the deal. I don't know. You were kind of getting on him about being a drummer, and then sure, but then I you love played, drums. You, My kid has a set of drums upstairs right now. I've never heard room. him play <laughs> because because they're electric drums and he has headphones. No, so fuck you off. don't have to listen to it. Yes, exactly. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so here we go. Now I'm so now a closet go. drum hater. Yeah, I think no. that's what it is. I think that's what it is. So like. You know, you played this lullaby song earlier on here, and I'm not sure I heard a drum beat on there. I did, because what I wanted to show our our listenership out there was the fact that Jack White was, I mean, he was incredible, right? So they bust out in the scene in like 99, 2000, right? Megan Jack White come out as the White Stripes from Detroit, Michigan, and the very second song on their first album is a cover. But mm-hmm. I want to, and I want to play this for you because this was the moment, like when somebody introduced when me to the White Stripes, I was like, holy shit, they took Hit this me. fucking song from like back in the day that is played over and over and over again. It's like a old folk tale that turned into a rock song that turned into something that a lot of people cover. Right. But I mean, they came out the gate, second song, first album with... It's so raw. Great drums. <laughs> Sounds like Stop breaking down. It's badass. I mean, so it sounds like he's like uh yelling through a megaphone, mm-hmm. right? It's that's not even 
his you know that's voice. His nat- it's yeah. his whiny voice. You know, yeah, but yeah. I mean, that's he's the got, first time we sound, meet right? him. They're yeah. young, right? And right. they have this weird thing where they're are they married? Are they brother and sister? And they do it on every album and all this stuff. Yeah, I mean, they obviously were married, but right. Um, it was just they were cool, man. They were fucking hell cool. yeah. So why are you breaking up with him? Because he's changed, right? So you're saying he's an eccentric person, and and he's a he's a true artist in my opinion. That's true. An artist, you got to give artists room to grow. You do have to, and they have to try new things and do it. Because if they get pigeonholed doing the same thing over and over, uh, what is that? They're a one trick pony, and this this man is clearly not a one trick pony. He has gone on to do lots of different things. So you're saying. It's like a comedian that tells dick jokes, and then they start telling maybe better jokes, and you're like, nah, man. You mean more thoughtful jokes. Or <laughs> right, that better jokes, right? Jokes, right, and you're like, you know, man, he quit telling them dick jokes. I'm out. No, that's not true, because I, I, last year I went to see Adam Sandler, and I was like, he's still telling the same dick jokes as he was when I was a kid. And you liked yeah. it, right? I didn't like it. You didn't I, like it. I okay. like the first right. couple. They're fucking, you know, like pops, but it's just like it gets right. boring after Right, that. right, right, exactly. And that, so it, uh, that same argument applies to Jack White. He's not Adam Sandler. He's, he's better than Adam Sandler. He's got to try new things. He's got to push the boundary. He needs to... Do a, a song with uh, Insane Clown Posse. Yeah, no. <laughs> speaking of that, you said he's got to try new things and push the boundaries, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. The song that I'm I off. just played for you guys was 23 years ago. You know, let's let's check in on what Jack White's doing today. Just okay. To see sure. if he's, yeah. you know, just because progressed it, this incredible sound. Sure, because if he's still doing that... Like then, and in my opinion, he's gone. He he's gone stagnant. But go ahead. I don't think he has. I disagree with you. Okay, like, I, right. I think you know that that still would hit these days, just in a different way with all the music. But let's check in on Jack White. See what he was doing like twenty two years after that. Did he find religion? Uh, it sounds like drugs. Yeah. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> it's like when Lionel Richie just made up that uh, bullshit for he, that he says in um, All Night Long. You know what I'm saying? When he's like, Oh, yeah. You think it's like he's just speaking a foreign language, but then he comes out and he's like, No, nah, I just made that up. <laughs> yeah. It just sounds, yeah. Like a, sounds like a language. So that's what Jack White's doing. I mean, it just makes me mad, right? Uh, Does it though? Think about like, uh, think about like some albums that uh, Pink Floyd or uh, some some other uh, Led Zeppelin. Right, but they they did different things. They got out there. Every like all those bands got out there. The Beatles got out there. They fucking did different weird things. And at the time, things at the time. Imagine if the Beatles had just stuck with pop, and if they hadn't done like Sergeant Pepper's and and gone out and done different things. Sure. So so yeah. So you're saying you like you earn your flowers and you get to do whatever you want, and then fucking you make people buy your shit, and it's not good. Nobody makes you. Nobody makes you. They don't make you, but you've built up this fucking legacy, right? You've built up this thing that people will hang on to every word that you write, and it could be shit. And this is seen a lot in the music (laughs) culture, right? It's it's fandom. 
It, but yeah. it is, and you can do whatever you go in whatever direction right. you want. And there are some critics, but there are a whole lot of people who just spend their hard on money on your do, stuff and yep. say it's good. And I'm here to say today that sometimes it's not. And oh yeah, arguably that that you can't hit home runs every time you're at bat, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it, he's trying new shit. Like it may not be landing, but he's at least trying like new shit and trying sure. to branch out. What, what like, if because, in the next because, two years? Because if he only made the same, if he was still making the same White Stripes album, the complaint would be like Jack White never grew. He's still playing the sound from 20, 23 years ago. That's yep. not the sound anymore. Like y'all need to stick together. I'm not saying that what he's doing now is the sound. I'm not trying to defend him. I'm not, but I'm just trying to say. Artists have to grow and they have to like 100%. move out of where they came from. 100%. Or you find this sound that's never been heard before, right? That, you, I think you, we just listened to it. I don't want to hear it again. What if in two years everybody sounds like that? You're, you like, and you're that, like and you're like wearing like skinny shirts and like it, no. whatever Jack White's your hair's blue, and you're like, yeah, this is the shit. I, I am not going to fault somebody for trying to progress their career and make continuous continually try to make money you know, right. over an evolution of your career. And you're right? not doing that. You're just saying it's not for you. I'm just saying go back every once in a while. 100%. Because back to me was, you know, the second frame of, you know, Ball and a Biscuit, which was just him just ripping on the guitar. <laughs> But recently, we've gotten Jack White that has decided to take a turn in his musical direction and is going places like this. No drums. This sounds like it should be a new truck. I mean, there's some drums. This, yeah. I mean, I'm with you. This is bad. This is this is objectively bad. Right? Is it? Um, it sounds like it belongs in a Tim Burton film. I know so, you guys are trying to talk me out of this, man. You, but yeah, you I, I just, I'm not trying to talk you out of it. I'm honestly just trying to understand it while right. you're going this far. Okay, so right. I'm going this far because I like so when you fall in love with something so hard, and you're just right. like, "This is the coolest fucking shit ever!" Like, so you, it, it you fell in love it, with this. The sound from 2002, 2000 to 2012, or something, yes. whatever, whatever yeah, you want right. to say. The sound, and then he like basically goes from a man and a woman or a, a guitar player and a drummer to a full band. And that first full band's a tours. And I remember right. waiting outside the Ryman when the tickets went on sale and the, you know, the concert went Tough for three haters, months yeah. later. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, go, go into the show. Juice box was at that show. With I me, was, right? it was an yeah. incredible show. That was, uh, yeah. who Jeff, the brotherhood, pokey Lafarge and the tours. Yeah. Right. And Incredible that blue bill. veins that they played, and like it was just electric. That guitar solo and everything that was going on. Um, I think the very last song of the second album of the Raconteurs was the last Jack White song that I actually liked, and that goes into this whole thing. Dead weather, the, the whole song? Dead weather, the whole solo career. I, I think everything prior to that was fucking genius and gold. And I think everything right. after that, I just, I, I'm done with. Creatively. Like, I, I'm done with. The same reason I broke up with Star Wars. Creatively, they went in a direction I just no longer care for. 
So that's what you're saying, creatively. Yeah, but in this case, you said in Star Wars, and I want to bring up this point, you said it's not Star Wars, it's you, right? It's me, yeah. It's, it's, it has nothing to do with Star Wars. Cool. Star Wars has always been that way. It's really, it's me. With eh. Jack White, it's you, Jack White. It's not <laughs> me, right? I know how to listen to music, and I know oh. what music is good. It's you. Brother, oh, well, that's you a whole, hold, on a, hold on a second, my man. Yeah, you created a movie with Edge and Jimmy Page, and it might get loud. <laughs> you and made I, me watch that movie. I was obsessed with that movie, other than <sighs> the fact that I learned that Edge only plays three notes, and U2 still sucks, yeah, and I it, fucking hate U2. All right, now I'm going to be Jack White. Okay, right? and I'm going to talk about enough. why. Um, actually, I'm leaving you. Are actually, you? I left you uh, five solo albums ago. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for buying tickets, I guess, but you know, I don't need it. So <laughs> you don't need it. Um, no, I'm rich enough. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm rich enough. <laughs> <I don't> We've <laughs> said that before. I'm just ready for somebody to. Uh, to, to join my side, you know, there were so many followers of Jack White in that era I was talking about, sure. 05 to 12, like to 12, um, that, you know, he was on top of the world. And, yeah, you know, I, I, I had yeah. a little bit of issue with him claiming Nashville at first. I don't anymore, but, like, he came from Detroit, and he was like, I'm a Nashvillian. I'm like, yeah. Like, yeah. Eh. But Did he actually I live in Nashville music, or he lived so in Murfreesboro? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think he, he, lived, he does live in Franklin, right? He lives in Franklin, but yeah. claims Nashville. Oh, yeah, he I got a problem. Live in our with county. That. Yeah, live, no, he owns a, a record that. shop in our county. Okay, that's fair enough. No, I got no problem with you breaking up with Jack White. Um, I thought you were going to be Jack and tell me. No, that. no, no. But I am going to hardcore press you on. Uh, if I fucking catch you listening to the White Stripes in your driveway, I get it. You know, doing whatever. I'm gonna be like, yeah, what what's really up? I yeah, mean, this love story happened like it's so deep that my wife a couple of years ago bought me this book that was animated and, and written out as a children's book of the, you know, the famous I'm, White Stripe song. Uh, Let's just be friends because, yeah, she know you don't read. <laughs> so I read a children's <laughs> book. Uh, that's not fair right now, but it's true. You did. This is a, a known statement. You I just make. read two pages of a breakup letter. And we're proud of you. If you, if you guys are on YouTube, you watched me read that in front of you. Oh, we do. you could. Yeah. yeah. I, I can read. I, know I choose it. not I know, to. I know. All right. Sorry. Anyway, she bought you a book. She did buy me a book. Uh, we're just going to be friends or let's just... I, I can't remember the, the title of the song. Uh, I'd like to go out to it, but officially it's done. It... it Catch me. You will not catch me. I mean, I, in fact, before I thought of this idea of breaking up with Jack White, it, you know what? In 2007, the White Stripes played their very last concert ever. They didn't yeah. break up until 2015, right? So they didn't play anything for eight, nine years. And uh, yeah. then they decided to come out on social media and say we're breaking up. Um, right. I, I never got that. So maybe this is kind of a equivalent to that. I got gotcha. you. So, so, oh yeah, go ahead. Let me ask you this: They broke up when? Two thousand seven. Two thousand seven was their last show. Yeah, was, but they broke up officially in twenty fifteen. Yes. So twenty twenty five, ten year anniversary. They're like, Boom. we're getting back together and going on tour. Yeah, and we're with, playing all the old hits. Whispering cheese. Where you at? 
Boys over here testing me with the opening band. Yeah, yeah. Billy Strings is on stage three. Billy Strings, String Cheese, and Jack or the White Stripes. What are you doing? I don't know. I had a conversation earlier. I had a conversation earlier about this. I said, you know, if No Doubt got back together, would I go see No Doubt? You know, no. I, I think I would one hundred percent go see No Doubt. Okay. Because they haven't been back. They haven't been together since the nineties, right? It's been thirty years. If the White Stripes get back together with No Doubt and go on tour no, with No Doubt, no, no, I'm holding to Bucky's basement and this podcast. Same. If the White Fuck Stripes it. get back together. You're I out. will not go see them. Okay. All right. Man. That's strong. I wish I had a sample right now that said, tell the truth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're watching. I do not believe you. I yeah. will not go see. I, I am officially breaking up with Jack White. This is uh, Bucky on Bucky's Basement. And if you're looking at me right now on YouTube, <laughs> this is official. I, I am officially broken up and I'm moving on to better bands i'm not going to break up with bands that you you found or you find you produce whatever but i am officially done with you i will still visit your house from time to time as the the blue room Uh, where concerts happen dude uh, i will never set foot in your record store again I don't think I I have no interest in you know looking at your old memorabilia. It's like looking at old pictures of us together. I can't do it, and I'll be tempted to buy things, and I can't do that. So I am officially saying on this podcast, I'm breaking up with Jack White. I think I don't know, man. Um, Everything I've read about him, he might be vindictive enough. He might like for real, like go on tour, no doubt, and then. (laughs) Yeah, he'll listen to this one random podcast and be like, and that's like, it. And he'll call it. Gwen Stefani and get We're, the fucking band back together. Get the band together. We're going to jump around and, and go on tour. I'm going to tell you this, Jackie. If you decide to do that and you can pull this off out of spite of this one podcast yep. in Madison, Tennessee. Heartbreak. Look, you love hipster stuff and there is nothing more hipster than madison tennessee right oh, now God, don't it is way more hipster here. than east nashville then bring it on <laughs> okay i want you uh, and your sister or your ex-wife or whatever it was to find gwen get on a tour with no doubt the string cheese incident billy strings whoever else you want to bring on i'm still i i, I gotta move on because yeah sometimes in your life you have to move on and this is officially it. Anyway, uh, we have definitely more breakups to do on Bucky's Basement no because we love doing this. We break up with pop culture so far. Now we break it up with broken up with Star Wars, which is a massive movie franchise. Yeah, a you know guy who created tons of bands. And next we get to see what Juicebox is going to break yes. up with in this series of breakup letters. And I think he might be able to tease us a little bit. So yeah, I'm going to bring something to the table that's probably much more identifiable to people or controversial. Widespread. Mean, who yeah. knows? We'll see. But I think everybody will be able to identify with what I'm breaking up with. Uh, I'm not going to tell you right now. I'm going to tease it like that. But it's we know what masses. it is, and we have our against arguments. We are going to try to save this man from this breakup I'm because he, I'm he ready for him. He needs this relationship more th- as much as we all do. 
But anyway, thank you again. As always, if you're listening to us on Bucky's Basement, feel free to go to Bucky'sBasement.com. We're on YouTube. We're on any podcast network that you're listening to. But uh, check us out. Send us some messages. Tell us what you want to uh, what you want to break up with. Fuck, we'll break up with it for you. Just don't break up with us. Yeah, don't break up with us just yet because we've got a lot of fun stuff coming up on Bucky's Basement. Um, and we will see you next time. Yeah, peace. Tell your mama now. Books and pens I can tell that we are gonna be friends 